This is Trifecta Now, Living a Course in Miracles. Welcome. This is Season 2, Episode 1 in the Lesson Series. This is the first topic in the Lessons episodes I'll be sharing with you for the next 14 weeks. This topic is called, What Am I? The best place to start in fully understanding the lessons and messages of this book is to first answer the question, what am I? That ultimately leads to more questions like, what is my purpose? Why am I here? And where will I go? These are all legitimate questions that we do have the answers to. But let's first start with, what am I? There are several answers to that question. Some would say, I am human. I am a spiritual being living a human existence. I am spiritual. I am a child of the universe or a child of God. I am a man. I am a woman. We will identify with whatever we think we are. On page 479 of the workbook for students, that starts with, what am I? And... First paragraph says, I am God's son, complete and healed and whole, shining the reflection of his love in me is his creation, sanctified and guaranteed eternal life. In me is love perfected, fear impossible, and joy established without opposite. I am the holy home of God himself. I am the heaven where his love resides. And I am his holy sinlessness itself, for in my purity abides his own. The book references us as male, God's son or son of God. I first thought that this reference reminded me too much of the patriarchal slant to the Bible and religion for that matter, but I soon understood this to be non-gender specific and just a reference to all of us. The book appeared difficult at times because it seems to be referencing Jesus Christ a lot when saying God's son or God's only son. The book was referring again to all of us. There are times in the book that it's specifically referring to Jesus Christ, and I think we can see that clearly. It mentions giving the world, um, we were given the world, sorry, it mentions that the world was given Christ by saying it was given his only begotten son. Begotten means fathered or offspring. When God sent Jesus to walk among his other children, he gave him the memory of his father. Christ was here to remind us all that we are all God's sons and daughters. This book also has Christ talking directly to us through the author, who states from the beginning that this book was the channeling of Jesus Christ in his words. On paragraph five in that same section of what I am, It says, we are the holy messengers of God who speak for him and carrying his word to everyone whom he has sent to us. We learn that it is written on our hearts and thus our minds are changed about the aim for which we came and which we seek to serve. We bring glad tidings to to the son of God who thought he suffered. Now is he redeemed. And as he sees the gate of heaven stand open before him, he will enter in and disappear into the heart of God. This paragraph gives us the answer to what I am. It reminds us that we came with a purpose. 
that our memories of that purpose were not given to us. It is our journey to seek it out, and once we discover it, then share that purpose with our brothers and sisters who don't remember. Our understanding of who we are will be celebrated, and we will see that heaven is open to everyone. When our minds are burdened with judgment and anger, then we cannot see who we truly are. Those negative emotions blind us and block us from seeing and accepting other, accepting others as important as we are. This equality is fought and argued because we do not want to let go of what we think we are and what we think our brothers and sisters are. This letting go is forgiveness and healing. When you forgive yourself and others for the wrongs you have thought up, then healing begins. At the very back of this book, which has the has some extended chapters, there's a section called the Song of Prayer. It's an extension of the principles of the book. On page 20 of that section, it's the whole it reads the holiness of healing. It further clarifies the point I'm trying to make. Paragraph 1 says, "How holy are the healed?" For in that sight, the brothers share their healing and their love. Bringers of peace. The Holy Spirit's voice through whom he speaks for God, whose voice he is, such are God's healers. They but speak for him and never for themselves. They have no gifts but those they have from God. And these they share because they know that this is what he wills. They are not special. They are holy. They have chosen holiness and given up all separate dreams of special attributes through which they can bestow unequal gifts on those less fortunate. Their healing has restored their wholeness so they can forgive and join the song of prayer in which the healed sing of their union and their thanks to God. I apologize for jumping around on this topic. But the extensions of the original text talk about these lessons, and I want to give you as much of the total picture as I possibly can. So we're going to go back to the workbook, back to the section of what am I. And the next page, which is page 480, starts with some daily lessons to help us practice and adopt the idea of our identity. So on that page, page 480, lesson 351 reads like this. My sinless brother is my guide to peace. My sinful brother is my guide to pain. And which I choose to see, I will behold. Who is my brother but your holy son? And if I see him sinful, I proclaim myself a sinner, not a son of God, alone and friendless in a fearful world. Yet this perception is a choice I make and I can relinquish. I can also see my brother sinless as your holy son. And with this choice, I see my sinlessness, my everlasting comforter and friend beside me, and my way secure and clear. Choose then for me, my father, through your voice, for he alone gives judgment in your name. This is our choice. If we choose judgment and proclaim our brothers as sinners, then we will guide ourselves through pain and misery. If we choose love and acceptance, then we are guided to peace and joy. So the next lesson just below it is lesson 352. 
Judgment and love are opposites. From one comes all the sorrows of the world, but from the other comes the peace of God himself. Forgiveness looks on sinlessness alone and judges not. Through this I come to you. Judgment will bind my eyes and make me blind. Yet love, reflected in forgiveness here, reminds me you have given me a way to find your peace again. I am redeemed when I elect to follow in this way. You have not left me comfortless. I have within me both the memory of you and the one who leads me to it. Father, I would hear your voice and find your peace today, for I would love my own identity and find it the memory of you. These lessons help to answer the second question. What is my purpose? This book has stated over and over how we need to relinquish the past, embrace our brothers and sisters for who they are, no matter what they've done. That forgiveness is the key to our understanding of why we are here. What if we just came here to clean the slate? What if we set out on this journey to challenge our free will and open our minds to the oneness we share. I believe this book gives us the answers to why we are here. It is our choice to choose to hear it or not. It is our free will to choose to follow it and change the way we have chosen thus far. If you have a fully happy and peaceful existence in this world, in this life, then you likely have chosen this way. If you don't, what could it hurt to try something else? Clearly, your choices to this point have not given you joy and peace. This is a course in change, and it's achieved simply by changing our minds about the way we see this world. I would like to end each one of these sessions with suggestions on how to accomplish the lessons we are asked to accept and adopt into our daily lives. Today, I've talked about what we are. The book has given us the explanation, and if we want to explore this, I have a couple of ideas on how we can try this out. I would like for you to try out one day where you can make no judgments of anyone you meet. This is best experienced on a day that you might encounter a lot of people, not on days that you sit at home and do nothing. On that day, you are asked to suspend any judgment. Make no comments about what you see unless they are supportive and loving comments. If your mind thinks a negative thought, say you're sorry and erase it. If you're driving and someone ahead of you is going too slow, cuts you off, acting a little crazy in your mind, stop yourself from making judgments and any remark. It might be a good plan to start your day by stating how you want that day to go. For example, I might say tomorrow morning, I want to have a, a peaceful and calm day. This is sort of non-specific, but sort of an overall statement. I would choose this because it allows me to regroup if the day starts going off the rails. If I'm going through the day and peacefulness and calm is not, is not coming to me, then I can stop myself at any point in time, take a quiet moment and restate, I want to have a peaceful and calm day. You can be specific if that helps. I know of people who will say things like, I'm not going to be negative with my coworkers today, 
or with my family today or with my friends today, whatever works for you. Sometimes we need specifics for the baby steps in a process. This is a process. It is a changing of the way we view this world and the people who share it with us. If you think about it, this can be the first step in daily forgiveness. When you can ignore, remove, or let go of the daily events or incidences in your day that invoke a negative response from you, you are on the road of forgiveness. So tomorrow, start your day with a declaration of what you want it to look like. Then go about your day making as few judgments, aiming for none, as you can make. See how that feels and how easy or hard it is for you to accomplish this. Next week, I will talk about the ego and what illusions it miscreates. I will utilize the extensions of the course to help us explore this, these lessons, this next lesson, as I did today. Until next week, this is our journey. Let's keep finding our way. Have a fabulous week and always love, Denise.